Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Ride the Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Miller. Let's dive in. (laughs) Really? (laughs) What is up, you guys? Did you miss me? Because I missed you. (laughs) I haven't been uploading lately for many reasons, but also like no reason at the same time. I feel like a lot of the times when it comes to inactivity or just like putting off hobbies or interests like I feel like I always have to come up with a reason of why I'm choosing not to do this project that I'm supposed to be enjoying right but I don't think there always has to be a like a hard answer a hard reason like it just I'm not recording because I haven't been recording period I don't know I just feel like with a lot of things it's not black and white there's so much gray and this is one of those and I Love recording when I do, so I'm happy to be here. I feel like uh, I'm not really going to talk about this today, but I feel like I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety lately, and so that's kind of been um, just meddling in my head. So when it comes to, like, let's say I want to record an episode, and then I get home and I'm about to do it, and then all these reasons pop up for, like, why I shouldn't do it, or just like, oh, or I could do something else in lieu. So... Anyway, I'm proud of myself for sitting down and doing this because it is something I truly enjoy and I hope you all enjoy it as much as I... I hope you all enjoy listening as much as I enjoy creating. I just gotta stop getting in my own head because I'm literally my own worst enemy. I feel like when I tell people about my podcast, they're more than supportive and then I just pick at every little thing and they're like, why? What the fuck? And I'm like, okay, you're right. Oh my god. Um, it also helps that both of my roommates are out of town. It's 4th of July weekend. They're having a good old time, but I am in the service industry, so my ass is here. My ass is also in New York City because I just came back from Greece. <laughs> I just had the most incredible time in Greece. I was there for about two weeks, and I went with Strati. Strati is my boyfriend, if you don't know me. And it was a fantastic time. His family is Greek, so he has family that lives there. So we were, you know, with his family, and it was incredible. It was so funny because I came back, and everybody at work is, like, asking me, you know, how it went. And I was like, oh, the Euros. Like, I just happened to be talking with the Euros. And somebody at work was like, oh, yeah, like, I've had amazing Euros, but, like, I went to Greece and partied, so mine were, like, hungover euros. Like, I'm sure you enjoyed yours, like, (laughs) much more. And you know what? I think a hungover euro is probably better than... No, I loved it. Um, But it was just funny because, like, I guess people go to Greece to party. (laughs) I don't know why I said I guess. People do go to Greece to party. I did not go to Greece to party, but I had a swell time but I wasn't in Ibiza, so, <laughs> you know? Oh, no, 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 Ibiza, Spain, right? Pfft. I wasn't in Mykonos, Christ. Woo, good night. <laughs> yeah, Greece was lovely. Where do I start? I guess, um, haven't even gone through my camera roll, so that's a start. I literally, okay, so we went to Athens for a few days first, and then we went to his family's village, which is, like, the very southmost part of Greece. It's next to Kalamata or near Kalamata. And I, (laughs) 
just started going through my camera roll and I probably went through like a couple pictures from the first day in Athens and I was like, ah, I've had enough. This is too much. This is too much. Like I have so many photos and I can't even like find the energy to go through those. So that, that is how my trip went. My sister, she was like, you know, I was waiting for pictures because I literally post on Instagram like a maniac. So she's like, I was waiting for pictures. You weren't posting any pictures. I was a little worried. And then I realized, oh, she's probably enjoying her time in Greece. I go, I literally, for the first time ever, was on vacation. And the last, last thing on my mind was posting or even going through my photos, which is like, I don't think that's ever been done in my life. Um, so, so Greece was a success. Um Greece is a success period, but when it comes to, like, that aspect of, like, how I'm always glued to my phone and I, I don't, like, enjoy my present my present moments or my present experiences, I'm always just, like, worried about posting on social media just because it's, like, I take all these beautiful pictures or videos and I'm, like, I need to share with the world immediately. And this was the first time I didn't do that. And maybe it's because I was with Strati and he's just, like, a gem in that way, like, very very little social media use but my sister she was like he posted on his story more than you did I'm like I know so, but I um literally yeah I don't know I will I'll get to it like I'm not anti-posting at all by any means now you know I just can't put it off too much what else should I say about Greece it was a dream everyone's like what's your peak what's your pit and I'm like not to be not to be cliche but my peak was literally hanging out with Strati and his family. It was just like such a genuine experience and just a, such a such a good time. Like I'll never be able to experience experience it like that ever again. Like for the first time, and I don't know, just being overseas with him. Like I literally could cry. It was such a dream. Oh, <laughs> I am gonna cry. Ah, oh, it was just um, really really nice and. Yeah, he, that's my that's my baby. <laughs> uh, well, I guess with that, I kind of wanted to talk about relationships a little bit. Um, I'm watching Love Island UK right now, and there's just some things that like stood out to me in this current season, and how they you know relate to our everyday lives because that's kind of my goal with this podcast. How does what we are consuming relate to us it always does or maybe not you specifically me you whoever uh, maybe it could be a friend a cousin someone that you knew a million years ago you get the point but what what is the saying art mimics reality it's true but um we're talking about a different form of art today and that's reality tv my favorite <laughs> okay it's love island uk season eight and I'm currently on episode 15 on Hulu. I think, well, last time I checked, there was like 30 or late 20s, 30 episodes out. So I haven't even hit all the ones that are currently even on Hulu. So um, if you don't want any spoilers, I'm not really going to say anything crazy, crazy. I just kind of wanted to note some of the things that were discussed. If you don't want any spoilers at all, I'll put it in the description when I'm moving on to my point about relationships that has to do with Love Island or just uh, skip all the way to the end. end. I think this is all I'm going to be talking about though. So if you don't want to listen to this, then uh, see ya. See you next week. <laughs> so my current thoughts is that Luca is my favorite boy. 
I thought that from the beginning, um, not the first episode, like based on looks or whatever, it was like, you know, once, once they start opening their mouths and showing the personality, I was like, Luca, because people would like, you know, wake up in the morning and he's the one who's loud and being like, oi, oi. And I just think that's so fun. Like I love, um, a rowdy personality like that. I love like the ringleader of the group. Um, that's always been my type. So I appreciate that from Luca. Yeah. He seems like a good catch. <laughs> and if you're watching, he, um, he's a fisherman. <laughs> so I made a punny joke. Okay. Okay. Get it. You get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fuck my next note is that it turns out i like Gemma. so Gemma, she's 19 and i which doesn't matter but like she's the youngest girl on this season um and my first impression of her was that she was just a fucking bitch but i think she just has low-key rbf and she just is she's just hard to get to know i think she's just a little cold until you warm her up and then boom like she seems like a peach actually and, you know, she's found a guy. I'm trying not to give away too much. She's with a guy right now, and he's making her so happy. And so it's, like, really nice to see her, like, smile. <laughs> it's really nice to see Gemma smile and be giggly and um, be bashful in, in these types of ways. But then whenever there's drama, because some other people kind of want her man as well, um, she's very straightforward and that's something I like about her, but also scares me. And this is a quality and I think it's massive, like Scorpio Aries energy. I, I've always found at least even Capricorns, like being straightforward, being straight. And it almost comes off as being like bitchy or rude. Um, and maybe it is, I don't really know, but for me, I just take it as them being straight because I see the best in people. So I would like to assume that they're not intentionally trying to be rude you with me because I feel like I'm not always like that <laughs> like I may think I'm like that but I'm not I'm a pushover and I'm giggly and smiley and so when I see especially women um acting like this I'm like oh my god like imagine a life where you were like so straight like that um and and Gemma is so maybe that's why I was kind of put off by her for a second but at the same time I was like I want to like her and now that she's like loosening up and um getting more comfortable with everybody and her man's like she's just a little peach and i love that for her like what a plot to so be for like the cold stern one at the beginning to be the one that like won in the end and she's because she's the one that opened up finally like that's crazy whatever good for her there's this person on the show named davide he's a he's the italian stallion and He's a good guy. Like as the as the episodes have been going on, I've enjoyed him more and more. But the one thing that just pisses me off time and time again is this is that all this man all this man cares about are looks. Any fucking time he ta- he's talking about himself with a, uh, another girl or just how he sees himself in a relationship, it's always like, "Oh, are we cute? You're cute. She's hot." am I hot? Like, do we look good together? Like, that's literally all he ever says. And it's exhausting. I'm like, dude, is there anything else to you? Because like, I really want there to be because I don't (laughs) listen. He's, he calls himself or they call him the Italian stallion. Like, please don't let that be all there is to you because that would just be a shame. Like, okay, you work out and that's it. And you're, subjectively hot 
Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's just so silly. Um, and I think this is kind of this kind of gives it away a little bit. But um, as the episodes have been going on, I feel like not like when he first stepped on the island, everybody was like, "Holy shit!" The Italian stallion, hubba hubba, and then they now are like, "I don't know if he has any chat," and I'm like, oh, "To not have any chat," and you're on a UK reality television show shame okay so this is what i wanted to get into and it's about how and this is for a cis relationship um it's all i've ever experienced and it's what i was currently viewing on this episode i did not dig into it um how this would relate in a queer relationship non-binary relationship but i'm strictly just talking about cis relationships so i'm sorry if this doesn't pertain to you um hopefully you can um relate it back to your life if you if you don't currently relate to what i'm talking about or how i'm talking about it at least so there's a guy named dami and he is with a girl named amber everything's good everything's groovy you know whatever um she's been a little bit hesitant and then that's been making him be hesitant so she kind of confronts him about it and she's like hey you're not doing this and you're not doing that and like i felt her i was like yeah he's not doing that huh but then he responds and he's like okay but i've told you that i need this and this in order to open up and you haven't done that for me so like how am i supposed to grant all of your wishes when you can't grant the ones that I told you will end up getting me there. Like, things don't happen overnight and you have to be willing to um, open up a little bit and, and change your behaviors and and realize that you got to bend a little bit to make things work in a relationship. Like, it's not all about you. And then I relate this back to myself because it's like, okay, my first relationship it was all about me, you know? And then now as I've dated and grown, I realize like your partner has needs as well. And it's, you gotta, you gotta respect that. You have to respect them and and understand that they're a human being and they're not just there to cater you. Like I'm speaking about this on the terms of like the man always having to step up for the woman, which is (laughs) so true. The queen. But you do have to give a little bit. So yeah, Dami said that he felt like Amber wasn't meeting his needs and listening to him. He said he understands that he needs to do a little bit more as the man, but she has to meet him in the middle. And I liked his thought process, honestly, because I do believe that a man's needs also need to be met. Like, I feel for Amber. I feel the fact that So she was like, he's not kissing me. He's not being lovey-dovey. And he's like, I need you to listen to me. And I need you to show me a little bit more affection too if we're going to be cuddly kissy all the time. I don't know. I mean, I will say that this couple didn't have, hasn't had like a shit ton of screen time compared to others because they've had like no drama. Like this is the one drama that they've had, you know? So there's not like much, much insight on their relationship. Everything's very, it's very early days, mate. Okay. So... (laughs) Early days. I love that, by the way. I love fucking love when they say early days. Today at work, someone was like, how long have you and Strutty been together? I was like, yeah, like a year and a half. 
And I could have shit myself. I was like, a year and a half? It feels like three years. I couldn't believe. I was like, this feels embarrassing to say we've only been dating a year and a half. Like, what is this? And she was like, you got to start somewhere. I'm like, girl, you are right. You do have to start somewhere. So, you know, if you're somebody who's at the start of your relationship, um, just, you know, be mindful of the fact that it's not all about you. It's also not all about them. So, you know, if they are being sassy and like, you, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Like, don't let them gaslight you into being like, um, you're not meeting my needs. Like, make sure you your needs are also met, obviously. But, um, but yeah, this is just all about being mindful. And if you feel like you're not um, acting right or you feel like you're being the bad guy in the relationship, if you feel like you're the one that's getting but not giving, check yourself, you know? It's never too late to, well, I mean, I take that back. It, it is too late. <laughs> I was going to say, it's never too late to start acting right. But I also disagree with that because there comes a, there comes a time where it's like, you know, people can only take so much until they've had enough. And so if um, you're pushing, you're pushing, you're not giving, someone could very easily just be like, I'm out. I tried they didn't meet me in the middle and that's that and then you'll be like why didn't he do that because you didn't kiss him in public i don't fucking know okay here's a personal example (laughs) this is like so embarrassing and this is like so small this is minor but at the same time it also matters okay so hear me out when strati and i first started dating (laughs) pain on our second date, he kissed me in public. Oh, he tried to. <laughs> we were sitting at the table, and he tried to kiss me, and I leaned back. Like, okay, imagine you're on a date, and you're both kind of, like, leaning forward on the table. So he leaned even more forward. He, like, got his butt up out of the air to, like, kiss me, and I totally, like, leaned back. I was like, what the because I was like you're kissing me in a public restaurant what is this because <laughs> I was so it wasn't that I was anti-PDA I just was never comfortable with PDA and maybe it's just like takes the right person I don't know what it is yeah he I, I was not into PDA at all um, but I knew it was something that was important to him so over time I was like yeah, I'll, hold, I'll hold your hand I guess like I like you but it didn't happen overnight but now I'd say like I'm the one who wants more or like is more comfortable with PDA than him. Like we're in Greece and I'm like, love me. And he's like, we're at a public beach. I'm like, and? <laughs> so it's just so funny like how the tables turned, how the turntables, you know. But that's just an example. Like you got to give a little. I'm sure if I never gave in to PDA, he would have been over it because he would have felt like, you know, she's not showing me affection the way that I need it, that I want it, I can't do this. And, you know, there's a million fish in the sea. As much as you want to be like, oh, there's only one person for me. Oh, I should be a rapper, poet. Mm. As much as you want to think, like, there's only one person out there for you, like, that's not true. You can make it work with whoever you want to make it work with as long as they want to make it work with you too. And you're compatible, have chemistry, all that jazz, you know? Effort goes a long way. So you don't want to just kind of put yourself on a high horse and be like, I'm never going to change and they're going to be with me because I'm me. 
I'm like, no, in relationships, you have to bend or you will break. Your relationship will break. And that's not what anybody really wants. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm saying most of the things I say, take it with a grain of salt. Like, of course, I'm saying if you put in effort and you're willing to make changes that align with what your partner's needs and wants are, like, then it'll 100% work out. Like, that's not true. It could very well not work out. Like, you could put in all the effort in the world and maybe there's other underlying factors of why you two aren't working out like you know there's always circumstances so that's why I say take what I say with a grain of salt but I hope I helped even a little bit if you're in a new relationship older relationship just be mindful about how you act and um what you want and also think about what your partner wants and maybe you have no fucking idea what your partner wants maybe you don't have a guy like Strati which is unfortunate and I feel bad for you know <laughs> I'm, I'm being a dick but um Strati's extremely emotional emotionally intelligent like more than me and um I'm extremely lucky to have that but not every guy is like that not every person is like that and that's just how it is but it's important to like start an open dialect with your partner maybe they're not very emotionally intelligent but maybe it's because they just never had a, a chance to be maybe they didn't grow up in a household that talked a lot like whatever the reason may be, it's always okay to just openly ask your partner, what do you want? <laughs> like, I, I think more conversation is always a blessing. Like, it's never bad to talk about your feelings, your wants, your needs with your partner. Like, you're going to be with them. I, the goal is for the rest of your life, right? Is that the goal? I guess I've heard I've heard it is. Um, so if that's your goal, it doesn't hurt to bring up these questions because you're in it for the long haul. So it's kind of like, what what can I do? And um, or you could word it as, what are some aspects that I'm lacking in that you have noticed? And it could it could be something like not even having to do with emotional intelligence. Their their wants and needs could be something other than like uh, affection and cuddling, which is I feel like what I've been talking about this whole episode. Just be prepared and open, and also like know your boundaries because like let's say they say oh I need this and that from you, and you're like fuck fuck you like fuck that, um you know then that's that, and you'll find somebody who you click with on your on your wants and needs. Don't change your values for somebody, but change your actions maybe if it's going to better your relationship and better yourself. You know, um, we all have our faults and sometimes we don't notice them. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you open up the conversation with your partner and they're like, I've been noticing that you've been being fucking lazy lately and I don't really like that. I'm also, and it's also concerning, you know, be open to change. Talk about how you can, what steps you can take. Maybe it'll be nice to have somebody that keeps you accountable um, for these things as well. So, like, if you guys have a conversation about about these things, then then you could also be like, and um, I'm going to work to make this better, but also understand that it's not going to happen overnight. I think that's a huge, 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 huge thing that you need to um, communicate with your partner. Is that, like, I hear you, and I'm going to make a real effort, but you just need to know that... It's not going to happen overnight, period. Yeah, okay, okay. I think that's that. I think I made a good point. Let's leave it there before I keep rambling, you know? (laughs) We know how I love to ramble. (laughs) 
and all that jazz. Okay. It's 10.30 p.m. I gotta go to bed. Love you all so much. Thank you for all the support. Um, if you got to the end of the episode, it's, like seriously, thank you so much for listening. I would love feedback. I want to do what I can to make this podcast the best thing that I'm creating because I value the effort I put into my into my work. So I hope I hope you all like what I'm putting out um, as much as I enjoy making it. Ugh, okay, my heart. If you want to follow me on social media, I'll leave all the links in the description. But my Instagram is Mimi underscore Miller. And then, you know, you can find the, all the rest from there. Illy, Illy, subscribe. No, 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 not subscribe. Follow, follow, rate, comment, share. Share this shit on your story. I love when people do that and tag me. Oh, what a, what a thrill. All right, gotta go, Illy. Talk to you later.